0: While Africa has 2 million pastors, China has 2 million engineers. So you can check the distinct difference between these two parts of the world. So this results in reverse differences. So Africa prays its problems away, while China uses hard science and data to solve its deepest challenges. And you can see Africa is playing its way into poverty, and China is prospering. But so that's just a comparison. I want us to look: where, what is the state of religion versus spirituality? I think what we need is spirituality, not religion. For spirituality, recognize that you are your own God complex that you can achieve anything you want to achieve, that you don't have to use to oblige someone to reach a state of consciousness in which you achieve the infinite impossibilities well, that is considered an impossibility. So I want Africans to return to spirituality and in fact humanity. The burden of us is religion because in this religion is a scam, you ask me. So, my question is simply why is it that pastors that preach the true gospel of redemption of the soul, sanctity, and rationalness of the individual, prayer, fasting, why do they have 30 followers? And yet, pastors that preach instant cars, instant riches, instant houses, Instant spouse, instant job promotion, instant wealth. Why is it that pastors that preach such kind of a gospel have millions of followers? Which means they're creepy, if you ask me. So why should someone be prayed for a job? That is a job that is an outcome of a society that is well managed. So the solution isn't to pay for a job, it's to ensure that the society is well governed so that a job is an an inalienable right, not a prayer miracle item. Because if you ask me, if 30 people, uh, if one person, if if 10,000 people apply for a job and there are only uh, 1,000 slots available, then definitely 9,000 will miss the job no matter how much they pay. So this is what, this is the kind of gimmicks that are going on in our churches and mosques and which we should condemn wholeheartedly. I just wish we had returned to being spiritual people where you are your own God complex and you are your own connection to the infinite possibilities of this world. So that way, there will be no opportunity for one man to masquerade as pastors. And, in fact, the two, uh, the two pastors, I uh, told you, they get no more than 30 followers. People can tell the congregation that what you are doing is wrong without fearing that they lose a large part of the congregation. You will find they have no more than 30 followers. And so that is why I think we need to return to spirituality rather than religion. For religion enslaves slaves, spirituality emancipates. And when you are a spiritual person, you are definitely a good person. But when you are a re- religious person, it is ish-ish. 90% of the time you are not a spiritual person and that is why in Kenya, 90, 80% of the population professors Christians. And yet, Kenya is one of the, uh, among the most corrupt countries in the world, the top 10 in corruption in the world. So how does this it, How does the nation that is 80% Christian become one of the most corrupt countries in the, wo- in the world? So that shows we are following religion instead of spirituality that is sinking kenya and africa to a grave it will never rise from yeah and uh, religion i think is just a tool for control just like governments control religions also control there's no Mm question but with spirituality you can adapt you can create your own state of consciousness that will make you your own god complex so for Africans and for Humanity, let's abandon religion and become more spiritual. So I've trying some of these ideas on my book, that is The New Africa Rising, that is The New Africa Rising by Collins Mabinda Kangachan, available on Amazon, only 4.99 dollars. So let me read page 1 of the book, it's a sneak preview of the book of the book, the journal of the book. How is, a, uh, how is a continent that has so much potential, abundant natural resources, and unlimited human capital sit at the tail end in almost all the important global statistical measurements? Africa accounts for just 1% of global trade, 1% of new patterns, 1% of stock market activity, to name just but a few of the economic parameters. How can the continent increase its economic output to the world and in turn become more wealthy and prosperous? And most importantly, who is to blame for the continent's world? It is the world leadership. The unfair world trade practices that favor the rich and developed countries were a combination of both internal and external factors. In the 1960s, the independence wave swept across several African countries, and yet, fifty years later, the same problems that encumbered the continent then are still the same ones that the continent grapples with. War, disease, and poverty are still in the national manifestos and vision statements of several African countries. There are more ideas that haven't translated to tangible benefits on the ground, and yet, journalists and public commentators continue to proclaim that six of the ten fastest growing economies in the world are in Africa. So even in the midst of all the tragedies and despair, there's a palpable sense of renewal that is sweeping across Africa, especially among the continent's young population. For these small, gradual steps that are being made in many African states, result in an exponential growth that will catapult the continent to sit at the center of world affairs rather than at the periphery. But will these small steps merely be a bubble which will burst as soon, as fast as it appears? In 2013, China launched the Chinese Dream, which is an adaptation of the American Dream in which China hopes to be a global superpower. What could an African Dream consist of? I think it should consist of, in terms of wealth, a per capita income of at least $10,000 per year. I think that's the stage of equilibrium that democracy functions. For now our voters are just too poor to engage in any meaningful debate about governance in Africa. So once we achieve that uh, 10000 per capita incomes a year, then Africa will be set to go. Right now we are at about 1,300, which is way low, and we need to lift nearly 400 million Africans out of poverty within this 10 to 20 years. And it can be achieved if China did it, then Af- if Singapore did it, then Africa no doubt can do it. And we have the necessary tools, technologies, and manpower. And most importantly, the natural resources to lift Africa out of poverty. So that's page one of the book. That is the new Africa Rising by Cornelius Mabinda Okang. That is the new Africa Rising by Cornelius Mabinda Okang. You can get it on Amazon for only 4.99 dollars. You can also engage in this debate about Africa and the world on www.mabinda.com. That is www.mabinda.com. Mabinda is M-A-B-I-N-D-A. That is M-A-B-I-N-D-A. www.mabinda.com. Thanks.